Margaret, can I please have your Tobit reading? Thank you. The Tobit. The what? The Tobit reading, the oh. reading you read. There was a line in here that really caught my ear in honor of Elizabeth, hungry. Almsgiving delivers from death. Almsgiving delivers from death. I think it would be easy to uh, twist this sentence in an extreme way and think that immortality could be found in giving. <laughs> However, I do think there is an eternal component to the act of generosity, the mere act of gift giving. Uh, and gift giving by virtue of uh, no strings attached, not an even exchange, um, but a real setting free of something where the other person cannot um, give back. Uh, that that experience is a life-giving, life-adding, um, life-increasing activity almost like the fountain of youth, I would go so far as to say, that the more uh, we can give away or set free or release from ourselves in an eternal way, life is added to us. N.T. Wright, the um, bishop and writer says, every earthly action has a heavenly consequence. And I think that's the perfect uh, way to read this uh, little guide from Tobit that um, when we give, we're not just doing something for our taxes. Uh, we're not just um, doing it because that's what you know, we're expected to do or it's the right thing to do. There's nothing wrong with any of those reasons for giving. Um, but money is actually a very powerful spiritual tool for our spiritual lives. Um, and it is a huge, what I would call spiritual burden uh, to be as wealthy as we are. Uh, we have so uh, much wealth to be stewards of. I think it's staggering um, how um, important this responsibility is and how uh, little instruction we seem to be given. <laughs> I feel like um, it's got a huge potential and yet we rarely talk about it. Um, in churches it comes up once a year um, or when people are having fist fights about it. Um, today we're celebrating in the church calendar the feast of Elizabeth of Hungary, who's the 13th century uh, queen who used her dowry um, instead of doing, uh, you know, whatever queenly things were supposed to be done in the palace uh, to help open hospitals and feed the hungry. Um, her in-laws did not appreciate that. Um, that was, I guess, taking, uh, I guess you could look at it if you were the auditor potentially taking out of the royal treasury because she wasn't... Um, taking care of herself then. Uh, but she, after her husband died, she went ahead and became uh, a tertiary 
I mean, she didn't become a, a nun, but she came like an associate of an order and continued her works. Uh, she really took to heart this passage from Matthew that it matters to God how we treat God's stuff and God's people. Um, I think it's so easy to say, well, we have um, agencies who take care of uh, the needs of this and that or the church closet, you know, or the thing. And yes, we, are, we do have a responsibility um, as a community to keep these um, agencies and closets and pantries stocked and working. But there is a spirit of immortality uh, in the nature of God's immortality, not in the nature of, oh, I'm just going to defeat death because of my wealth. But God is defeating anything that is death, anything that robs life. And the way God does that is by giving the ultimate his own son, his own life as a sacrifice for everyone, uh, that everyone would have the promise of living forever and ever with God in heaven, where everything is freely given. Amen.